Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy, Allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring has rounded into summer here in Lake Sport of Gone. Trees in bloom. Farmers in the field. Ms. Turnblad opening her whorehouse to the seasonal laborers and troubled teens looking to learn about adult push-ups and sex with a more distant cousin. But these are unsettled times here in Lake Sport of Gone. Emil Beekler from the Johnsburg Creamery, he joined Al-Qaeda again. Allah Akbar, he told his wife Marjean. She's taken it like a champ. But Emil took the Buick and said he was going to do something about the infidels. He talks big, says Marjean, but follow-through has never been Emil's strong suit. Turns out Emil isn't the only one in a spot of trouble here. Jerry Lesky from the Farmer's Co-op, well, he got hauled off to the Slammer for writing bad checks. He was using those checks to buy some fairly disturbing pornography from the truck stop in Norwood, Young America. They had titles. Titles like The Carnal Morgue, The French Accountant, Stump Fuckers. And then there's John Marthaler, Brandon Broxy, and Clarence Swamptown. 75% 75% of the sport of podcast, 100% unavailable for this week's show. John's working on his deck and caring for a newborn. Brandon saw someone he respected wearing blue jeans, and he had to take a personal day. Clarence is in Chicago, advising our former president and first lady on the future Obama presidential library. That left stew. Stu had never done a podcast by himself before. Would he be able to replicate the long pauses, audio problems, and toilet jokes of the sport of podcast by himself? He didn't know. He honestly didn't. But one thing was certain. He was going to try. And welcome! I've always wanted to do that. Um, it's the uh, Sportive Podcast. I'm the only one here. Um, I've always been here. Um, as noted, the other three guys are all out this week uh, for one reason or another. So it's me, um, my family. Um, looks like we have wings on TV. Um, we have in, we've um, we really uh, solidified our white people bonafides this week. We. Uh, uh, subscribed to uh, Showtime so we could watch Twin Peaks later this month. And we got a whole bunch of other channels with Showtime, one of which is Antenna TV. 
and they are showing Wings right now, which is severely underrated, even though this is one of the ones without Lowell. They replaced Lowell with Bud, who has a crew cut, and he's just not nearly as good as Lowell. But um, we still have Brian, and uh, it's, you know, it's okay. They have Big Roy Biggins, Antonio Scarpacci. It's, it's still, it's recognizably Wings, and uh, you really should uh, reacquaint yourself with it if you haven't. It's a, it's a halfway decent sitcom, and God knows we need more of that. Because I think all, like, Nick at Night and all the other, uh, oh, God, Gilbert Gottfried's in this episode. I, this is just, uh, he's really young in this episode, too. Like, he looks like he's, well, he's ageless. I think he might be an immortal, but here he looks like a young immortal, so he's, like, maybe 35. I don't know. It's just disturbing. Anyway, um, my point was that Friends is on all the time, and Wings is probably better than Friends. And that's really my thinking on that. Anyway, it's the first weekend of May uh, coming up here. Uh, a couple of things you need to know about that. Uh, first of all, it's a derby weekend, uh, the Kentucky Derby. Um, my lawyer friend Jordan, he uh, goes to Churchill Downs on occasion for this. He usually comes home with a couple of really good stories. Um, one time he called me from a karaoke bar, like the Friday night before the race and all I could hear he was it sounded like he was singing one of the uh more obscure tracks from Blonde on Blonde I want to say it was maybe Sad Eyed Lady of the Lowlands it's like a 17 minute song I don't know why it would be on karaoke it probably wasn't that one but I know for a fact he had a bottle thrown at him when he was singing that song you'd almost hear it which was cool and um another time um I think the neighborhood around Churchill Downs might be a little sketchy and he parked his car on somebody's yard, and uh, the owner, who very well may not have been the owner of the actual yard, but he was definitely taking money to park there, um, I give the owner 20 bucks, and the guy had none, none of his original teeth, and a t-shirt that said World Champion Muff Diver, and I champion was misspelled, which is somebody you definitely want to give $20 to. Um, also, and this is a, I think this is a, People should know this by now, but if you're going to drink a mint julep, that is not like one of those uh, shamrock shake type of fun milkshake drinks. That is just straight fucking gasoline. And if you have more than two of those in one sitting, you will die. That's just truth, and I am sharing that with you now. Um, also on this weekend, it's my wedding anniversary, and I am going to spend it at the Normandy Inn in Minneapolis with my lovely wife. And my mother-in-law, and my daughter Piper, who has a dance competition at the convention center down the street. Uh, we booked our hotel way late. Um, I have driven past the Normandy and its uh, weird facade a number of times, so I really don't quite know what to expect. Uh, I assume there will be meth in our bathtub when we get there. I don't think we'll have to make our own because we we paid a fair amount for it, so it should be okay. Um, I assume we will be stacked. Um, also, there's a Comic-Con going on at the convention center this weekend, um, which I uh, i mean, it might fulfill my lifelong fantasy of getting a hand job from Boba Fett while my wife cries in the bathroom, but, you know, it's important to have dreams. So that's my opening uh, monologue. We're going to... Uh, Mandy, do you have anything you want to say at all, by the way, here? It's... Uh, I'll pass the mic over to you. Uh, we're just kind of 
hanging out in our living room. We're watching Wings. Gilbert Gottfried is not on right now. It's uh, Crystal Barnard. Is that? Oh, who, who, did, who is she? Uh, the redhead. Who is she married to? Uh, John Ritter. Oh, that's John Ritter's widow. Um, um, what was her name? Yasmin Bleef? That's yeah. not Yasmin Bleef. No. Uh, Amy, 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 Yaz, Amy, Amy Yasmin? Yaz something. Amy, Amy Yaz. Yasmin Yeah. So, um, Mandy, you can look that up. I will tap dance here for a bit. Uh, Crystal Barnard, I believe, uh, was in other programs besides Wings. Um, what was that show in the eighties where they were ma- where they worked at the hotel and uh, Jillian Jillian and Jillian and Jillian was in it. It was called Sex Hotel. Okay, it wasn't called Sex Hotel. Um, I don't know. Amy Yazbeck. Amy Yazbeck is John Ritter's widow. Everybody. Um, so Mandy. Hold on, now oh. I'm looking for that other show. Okay, she's going to look for that other show here. Um, here, if this was a regular podcast, uh, John would be frustrated it's about something. It's a Living. Something. It's a Living was the name of the podcast. No, it was a television show. Oh, television show. I've had a couple of Todd the Axemans, just uh, for the record, because I was kind of nervous about doing this by myself. But, oh, gosh, this is really hard. I don't know how Brandon hosts this every week. It's it's really difficult. Um, so, Mandy, how are things? Well, the fact that uh, the to Kentucky Derby was first the first thing on your list this weekend over our wedding anniversary is a little concerning, but it's sports podcast. <laughs> but it's our it's our anniversary, babe. With uh, yeah, we're hanging out with your mother. But still, doesn't. Oh. Well, it's, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll cover this later after the recording is done. Um, hey, oh, and Piper's out here. Oh, wow, it's late for you to be up, Piper. Why are you up so late, Piper? Come and tell us why you're up so late. Only 10.45. My history teacher doesn't like us. <laughs> um, she's uh, doing a, uh, a World War II battle map where she has to map 30 separate battles from the Second World War. Um, she's doing both the European theater and the Pacific theater. She's not showing, she's not playing favorites. Um, she had a lot of friends, you know, die in the muck of Guadalcanal and the Ardennes Forest. The Battle of the Bulge. The Battle of the Bulge. She likes, she giggles whenever she says that, and I'm kind of disturbed. But, you know, public schools are going to do that to everybody. So, <laughs> um, Anyway, um, any um, anything else, Mandy? So, okay, so we have a ton of free time on Saturday, and we're going to be our uh, there, mic prop. There's, there's our audio problem. There's our audio issue. Uh, so, as Stu mentioned, uh, we're going to be in the cities or in Minneapolis all weekend, and we're going to be near the convention center. And we have a good chunk of Saturday afternoon available to us. And one of the things that I've never actually done is gone to a restaurant to get ramen. So I want to go get ramen. So if anybody actually listens to this, I don't know that the sport of actually has listeners. I think this is a thing that Stu just tells me he goes and does just to chit-chat with the boys for an hour and a half. There's a lot of gossip stuff sounding, gossip sounding stuff happening from the office. Uh, but anyway, if, if anybody listens to this uh, before Saturday afternoon, give us a shout. Let us know where you would go to get ramen near the if there's anywhere good to get ramen near the convention center because i'm i'm interested okay um so you've got a request um wade 
you work downtown, and you should know where some of these fucking places are. So, I'm sorry, Piper, uh, some of these uh, freaking places. Um, anyway, we're going to go on to sports here. Um, first, we have a draft recap from Clarence Swamptown, who left us this note about the NFL's fresh meat draft. Piper, please uh, try not face. to listen to these things. <laughs> <clears throat> it's okay, honey. Do your work. The draft sucked. Rick kept trading down to stockpile large numbers of players unlikely to make any meaningful impact in the NFL. You're better off taking one fourth rounder with a 15 to 20 percent chance of making meaningful impact than taking no fourth rounder and instead taking three seventh rounders that each have a two to five percent chance of making meaningful impact. Rick said making trades is the quote funnest unquote part of the draft for him. Jesus effing C. And the media licks his b-hole for it instead of holding him accountable. Meanwhile, last year's draft class started two games last year. Collectively. Two games. Two. And they didn't do dick in those two games. But Rick's a genius. He got three seventh-round picks. That's amazing. Fuck. He then added, By each according to their ability, to each according to their need. Hmm. That's a weird postscript, Clarence. I don't quite know if that's football related um all i know is that dalvin cook did some really dumb shit in his past he had a rotten childhood just like the last running back the vikings had so i guess points for consistency or something um i assume the lineman we drafted will not stop sam brad from from being turned into like a really smooth paste and nothing good will ever happen to this team that's i think Something we can all agree on. Um, let's see. What should we go to next? Let's do baseball. Um, the Twins are surprisingly competent, um, but they did hit a bump in the road today. Um, that bump has been every fifth day in 2017 because that's when Kyle Gibson has started. And he got boat raced yet again today, this time by just a shitbag Oakland team. Um, and after the game, actually, he got sent down to AAA. I didn't even know he had options left, but apparently he did. Um, it is worth noting that this was roughly six weeks before Terry Ryan would have done the same thing, so we should probably give some credit to the new kids on that. Um, that means uh, the Twins will have a, somebody uh, called Nick Tepish is starting Saturday. Um, here's what I know about Nick Tepish. And they won't need a starter for Gibby's uh, slot until next Saturday. Um, it, it has to be uh, Berrios, right? Right? Sorry, I'm, I'm waiting for one of the three guys to answer. It's kind of like muscle memory. I, I just miss those guys. It's, this is hard, guys. I, I miss you. I'm not going to lie. Um... Also, though, my good and capable adult son, Byron Buxton, he's turning the corner, and everyone knows it. And is that why you guys aren't here right now? Is that why you're absent? I'm, I'm just asking questions. But um, he stroked a 440-foot dong off of his front foot on Tuesday night. Um, he's been taking a lot better at bats, working counts, and he's still just... An absolute monster in the outfield, um, although there was a sun-enhanced error today, but we'll we'll skip that. Um, and also today, he had to leave the game early because he made another great catch against the wall in target field. And uh, 
you know, if the wall knocks him off for a significant amount of time, I will go to Target Field and I will fuck that wall up. That is a promise. Um, so that they're still at 14 and 12. Uh, I do not know how Cleveland did today, so they're either like percentage points ahead and still in first place or roughly one game out of first place, which is still a lot better than last year. And, you know, that's that's good. It's a positive thing. Um, they're welcoming the uh, Red Sox to town. So if you guys want to hear some ethnic slurs yelled at Miguel Sano or Kenny Vargas, just sit by, sit, find the guy in the Pedroia jersey. And if you buy him a beer, he might call some of the white players a fack and queer, and that'll prove he's not just horrible to people of color and actually makes you the real racist. So think about that, huh? Um, any baseball thoughts, Mandy, at all? At all? Um, oh, the Twins are in third place in the division. They're only down by half a game, so that's exciting, right? We're good? Um, Wade, you just got uh, out fact-checked by Mandy because she's actually here to fact-check in real time. So um, third place, though? Well, there's two teams tied for first, so I'm assuming that makes them third place. Yes, that does. <laughs> No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, let's see. So that's a baseball chat here. Uh, moving on to hockey. Um, I guess there's a flopping in hockey now. Somebody in the uh, Penguins Capital Series, whose name I didn't bother to learn or check out or search for in Bing, um, flopped. And so basically, in scoring, gameplay, and Marthaler adoration, it's soccer. Except ESPN won't air it. So good work, Batman. Um, that's that's what I got for hockey. Sorry about that. I am, I am Mr. Puck, but that's really about what I know. Did you think the Twins were doing better than that? I no, the Twins are doing fine. Did you think they were better than third? Um, they were first place going into today, today's game. Oh, they so, only got by half a game. Yeah, cool. The other two teams are cool. yeah. Yay. Um, let's see. Well, let's move on to the basketball playoffs. Um. Tony Parker from the Spurs, his quad pretty much blew up last night, and that sort of makes the uh, Houston-San Antonio series a lot more interesting. A couple of fast facts out of this one here is uh, number one, Patty Mills, which is uh, Parker's replacement. Um, His name is actually more suited to an actress on General Hospital, or like a boxing referee who's on the take, so just keep that in mind about Patty Mills. And two, just never forget that Tony Parker had sex with his teammate's wife, and... um, I'm not saying that's why his quad gave out, but, you know, uh, teammate wife sexing does do a number on the legs. So just keep that in mind. Um, And I think, boy, that's about it. Uh, We've been going for almost 15, 20 minutes here, according to the uh, the timer here, which is actually pretty good. That's at least 10 to 15 more minutes than I thought we would get. Um, Boy, um, any uh, other... Twin Peaks, or... Do you want to talk about Twin Peaks? I don't know. We can talk about Twin Peaks. Um, Sports podcast, so I don't know well, that's what we've about talked about. We, we broke down the entirety of Fleetwood Max rumors one night, so I think we can probably do a little bit about that. Um, I'm really excited about Twin Peaks coming back. Um, I really enjoyed it at the time when it was on. The second season was very, very hit and miss. There's some stuff there. Very weird stuff wild stuff, even Johnny Carson, that probably wouldn't fly in this day and age correctly, I might add, but uh, you can watch the season for yourself if you want to. Um, 
yeah, it was a really good, weird, spooky type of show, and I am glad they're at least giving it a shot. Everyone looks 25 years older, um, some more so than others. Um, Bobby, more so than others, Machen Amick, and Kyle McLaughlin are aging very well. Yeah, some age well, some don't, and that's just a fact of life. But um, starts up at the end of the month, and I hope it's good. I would like it if it was good. I like good things. You like good things. <laughs> um, let's see. That was a really in-depth discussion of us well, hoping Twin Peaks is good. No, it's just, it's kind of wild to have it coming back at this point because I was 14 when the first season actually aired and I watched the first season and nobody else in my family was very interested in watching it. So I would have to just kind of go back to my parents' room and watch it back there by myself. And I didn't, none of my friends watched it. Nobody else I knew was watching it. So it was just kind of one of those things and that I just hung out and, and did. And so that's kind of nice at this point in my life to be able to go back and watch these things, watch it again and actually have people that watch it to talk about it. Because it's one of those shows you sort of want to talk about it when it's over, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I'm kind of excited about having it again. And now that now there's Twitter and you know, even if your direct people don't watch it, you can find somebody on Twitter that, that watches it too and actually have those conversations about it that I missed having when I was 14 watching it the first time. <laughs> I agree. And just to, so you know, this uh, Gilbert Gottfried Wings episode is a Christmas episode. <laughs> uh, he's wearing a parka. Um, oh, and there, here's Bud again. This is Bud. This is Lowell's replacement. He's talking to a mirror right now. I don't think Bud went on to do anything else besides being Bud on Wings, but um, now he's yelling. This is great podcasting, by the way. Um, yeah, and so Joe's, Twin Peaks is good. Joe's wearing a Christmas. Oh, Joe's Joe's wearing a Christmas. Oh, there's and yeah, there's a Tony Shalhoub, a TV's monk. Um, he's he's being grouchy. Um, boy, this is just the worst podcast right now. Um, yeah, we should probably wrap this up because... This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Wait a minute. It's all, nothing. Okay. No. Um, yeah, so that is a short of. Um, I want to thank everybody. By everybody, I mean Wade, maybe Brian Moan, um, for listening. 
Um, we hope that there will be more people here next week. There will have to be, because I, I can't do this more than one choice a year, I don't think. Um, until then... Um, if I can prepare oh, more... Oh, shit. For, sorry. If I can prepare more for next time, I think I could be a better co-host. Um, actually, Piper was the co-host. You're the special guest. So, oh. Sorry. Oh. Sorry. Oh. So our anniversary gets listed tw- listed as second for the weekend, and I'm the guest. I don't get to be the co-host. I love you. <laughs> um, anyway, I want to thank everybody for downloading this bullshit, and we will talk to you next week. Until then, um, Paul Ryan, eat my ass. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 